BridgeBank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. BridgeBank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. BridgeBank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. It seems like there is always something going on with Oakland Unified School District. But this week, things seem to have hit an apex between teachers, parents, and district leaders. I hope your kids suffer, but my kid is going to suffer tonight. This week, Oakland School District is announcing some school closures. The same week, teachers in the district are voting whether to authorize a strike. Today, we're going to talk about what the hell is going on at OUSD. I'm Devin Kadiyama. Welcome to the Bay. The district has said that it needs to downsize by 24 schools. Vanessa Roncano covers education for KQED. At least tentatively, that's the number that they're giving. Oakland Public Schools announced last fall that it would need to close 24 schools to make itself solvent. On Monday night, the school board voted to close Roots International Academy near the Coliseum. We have 266 students attending Roots and 209 students attending CCPA. At the school board meeting, come forward, those who want to speak. there were students primarily first. Roots students and teachers and parents. Um, hi, my name is Erin and... Um, I'm an eighth grader. Who um, were there to the protest third. this proposal to close the school at the end of this school year? You know, I almost seen like one a teacher who I know from my school. It looks like she was about to cry because you guys wanted to probably vote for my school to close down. And to expand another school that's located on the same campus. All right, my name is Octavio Mendoza. I'm 12. I'm in the seventh grade. And what you guys are doing is not right. Some of us want to go here and have an education. And for you guys to close that, it's really wrong. The meeting got taken over at one point by Roots students, parents, and teachers. So at this time, we are going to recess the meeting. Uh, we will reconvene. And the board is going to be on recess until we can continue to conduct our meeting. At the end of the night, everybody looked so exhausted. So, um, yeah, sorry. Um, I'm sorry. This is not me in my best moment. <laughs> I'm just processing. It's been a long day. The board members looked just completely gutted. Um, yeah, I mean, the Roots decision was very been a very difficult and challenging position for us. Um, Students and teachers were crying. I hope your kids suffer, but my kid is going to suffer tonight. I don't want to 
I mean, it was really unemotional and exhausting scene. Ultimately, they voted. Mr. Seichow, we're ready for a roll call. Nearly everyone voted in favor. There was only one board member who voted against the closure. Yes. Motion adopted as amended. The meeting is now adjourned. Thank you all for coming out tonight. So that means that Roots International Academy, after the school year, is going to close. Yep. Wow. Why is Roots closing? So the district is looking for a way to scale down, and they're linking that to an effort to create what they're calling quality schools, right? Schools that are showing better results. The Roots decision was very in a very difficult and challenging position for us. This is school board president Amy Ng. Ultimately, it comes down to the district wanting to expand access to high-quality schools in East Oakland. The district has more schools than a lot of other districts of similar size. Unfortunately, we're in this untenable position as a school board where we cannot adequately resource all 87 of our schools, and we're having to make these difficult and terrible trade-offs. There was an effort in the early to mid-2000s to to break up big schools and create smaller schools. The small school movement, yeah. And there was a lot of Gates Foundation money backing this effort. That money eventually ran out. The district has run into some really serious financial difficulties. Some of the issues that OUSD is dealing with are issues that districts around the state are dealing with, right? Rising pension costs, rising special ed costs. A lot of charter schools have also moved into Oakland, and that's leading to declining enrollment, which, of course, means less money for the district. They've had a huge amount of turnover. And there's a history of mismanagement here. They've gotten criticism in a couple of reports that looked at their accounting, and now even the state and the county are putting pressure on them to fix this situation. The state is offering some bailout money, but it hinges on the district showing that it's taking steps to become fiscally solvent. One of the steps that it's taking is moving to close schools. So this week you learned that the district wants to merge two schools as part of this plan. Which schools? They announced that they want to merge Kaiser Elementary School with Sankofa Academy. These are two very different elementary schools. How are they different? Kaiser is kind of this idyllic campus up in the hills near the Caldecott Tunnel. It's a really small school. There are students from all over the city and it's performing very well. Students from all over the city because they want to be at this campus at Kaiser. It's one of the few schools in the hill, certainly one of the few elementary schools, where parents can choose to send their kids. And what about Sankofa? Sankofa's in my neighborhood, actually. It's in the Bushrod neighborhood. Yeah, that's actually my neighborhood, too. Yeah. Yeah. Big, beautiful campus. It's got a wonderful library, but really small enrollment for that big facility. There's like 180-some students. It's got a population that's majority black, and it's really struggled academically. I think it's about 7% of students there are meeting 
state math standards. Just over 10% are meeting English standards. I can imagine that kids, families, and even teachers in a high-performing school aren't going to like attending a lower-performing school in a different area. So why is OUSD asking Kaiser students and families to move to Sankofa? A lot of those students don't live in that neighborhood, and the district points to data that shows actually a lot of them live in Sankofa's attendance zone. One of the parents I talked to lives within walking distance of Sankofa. He chose not to send his daughter there, although he says he considered the school and there were things that he liked, right? It's got a strong music program. I think it's got a strong sort of African-American heritage program. Those were all things that he liked about Sankofa, but ultimately he decided to send his daughter to Kaiser. His point was all of these parents are making these individual decisions about what is best for their child. So OUSD wants to merge these two schools. How do they intend on doing that? They want to move Kaiser students and teachers onto the Sankofa campus where the two schools would be basically share a campus or create a new school. The idea is that over the next school year, teachers from both schools would work together to design what this new school is going to look like for the 2020-21 school year. This kind of conversation in OUSD, I'd imagine, is pretty heated. What are people saying about it? What I heard from Kaiser teachers... Mary Grace McGee, and it's my 14th year here, is basically... Yeah, of course the district should help Sankofa. We need to fix that school. There's so many other ways. You know, we could would actually mentor San, you know, this other site if, if that would be good. But don't mess with this thing we've got up here that's working really well. I think that is heartbreaking that they would take away a, a really beautiful, well-functioning school that is a choice for Oakland children and just end it. And are any of our parents going to stick around? Steve Neat, fourth and fifth grade teacher. More students are going to leave and they're going to lose more money that they would save by moving us. It's, it's just really like just incredibly poorly thought through. The way I see it, the district is basically trying to force integration, right? Which hasn't happened historically by choice. Yeah. These schools, beyond the differences in the racial makeups, are very different in their socioeconomic makeups. Sankofa is 90% low-income students. Kaiser is about a quarter low-income. Well, I imagine there's also the possibility that parents, if they have to choose whether to send their kid to Sankofa or take them out of the district altogether may just choose to take their kid out of the district. Yeah, absolutely. One of the parents I talked to pointed to an informal poll that they had done at the meeting when they got this news. Oh, wow. And he said that nearly all the parents there raised their hands and said, "Uh uh-uh, I would take my kid either out of the district or try to get them into another district school that's to my liking, but I'm not going to stick around. I know there's a lot of variables with what this merger might look like, but to the point of integration, I definitely know there's research out there that shows integration does work to improve test results and outcomes for kids. Yep. Any of these Kaiser parents would 
look at this big picture and say that, of course, they support integration and equity. But when it comes to making decisions about their own kids, I don't know if they're going to take a chance, be part of an experiment. So this is happening this week, the same week that teachers are voting to authorize a potential strike. Are the teachers saying that there's any kind of connection between these school closures and these decisions that the district's making and what they want, which is more money? Yeah, absolutely. At Monday night's meeting, a lot of teachers and union reps brought that up. And we will fight for smaller class sizes, and we will fight for East Oakland and West Oakland and Flatland schools. They feel that they're underpaid, that their working conditions are really tough. Yeah, the teachers know that there are millions of dollars the district needs to make up to fix its finances. They know the district has to. They don't. No, I don't think all teachers subscribe to that. You mean that there are some teachers who who think that the district doesn't need to make up millions, that they're poorly managing the money that they have? Or what do you mean by that? What I've seen is that in some cases, there's just a real lack of information, a lack of understanding about what's going on with the district's finances and how we got here. And in other cases, just a tremendous distrust that the district actually knows what it's talking about. They had really poor budgeting practices. They're trying to fix that now, but that means that we see numbers change from one budget presentation to another. You know, there's just a lot of distrust there. What makes teachers think that they have a strong chance of getting what they deserve, more money? The superintendent has said that she wants to pay teachers more. The district sees improving compensation as central to its goal of improving teacher retention. The other thing that teachers are looking to, of course, is L.A. and what they see as a pretty big victory. And this just in, L.A. charter school teachers have reached a tentative deal to end their eight-day strike. So the union definitely wants better salaries, they want more support staff, smaller class sizes, but they've asked to bargain around school closures and consolidations. Oh, so this issue that we're talking about this week, where the district is starting to close its schools, it wanted a seat at the table. Yep. And according to Keith Brown, the union president, this is something that they formally requested in December. Closing schools, it, it impacts our members. You have a um, school closed and um, that is property that can potentially be open for the charter industry to come in, which will drain even more resources from our students. And then you're looking at the consolidation of, of educators. So, um, yes, we sent a demand to bargain in December. For their part, the district has referred this to their general counsel, and they simply don't think that closures are within the scope of negotiations. But Keith Brown is looking to the gains that L.A. teachers won and the things that aren't part of the traditional bargaining process. And he thinks that maybe he can win something around these closures. You know, Mm. if it's only more of a seat at the table around how these decisions are made. Well, thank you, Vanessa. Thank you. Vanessa Rancano reports on education for KQED. The school board is expected to vote on the Kaiser-Sankofa merger in May. 
Meanwhile, we're going to know if Oakland teachers vote to strike on Friday, which is also when the last set of negotiations is going to wrap up. I'm Devin Kadiyama. That's it for The Bay. Talk to you Friday. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? I'm Erica Cruz Guevara, the host of The Bay. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts with an S.